Here we are, it's the end of May. It's liability on the mic, and we're here to say <laughs> hello. <laughs> that was Beastie Boys inspired. I am literally like a baby with peekaboo when you do those. I'm like, <laughs> it truly Amazing. is the opposite of reinventing the wheel, and you love it. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. I say morning because we are fully doing this at 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> We're recording in the morning because we know that you guys are addicted to our content. We need to pump it out. So we're a little wired. Um, neither of us are drinking, which might impact the quality of this significantly. By that, we mean improve it. <laughs> yeah, <literally laughs> make it more coherent. And I just want to be upfront with everybody here and say that I've gone full sideways Ohio since I'm recording from home, and I am drinking a Dr. Pepper out of a glass right now. A from a two liter? What? No, not a two liter. I put it out of a can and poured it into a chilled glass. I literally chilled a glass. <laughs> like you want to enjoy your ale? What? I, I want to enjoy my ale. Um. <laughs> so yeah, here we are. Um. Liz and I are actually fresh off of spending a week of quality time together. Um, I think it was closer to 10 days, mon ami. Wait, before we start really quick, I want to get some business out of the way. We first need to obviously thank everyone and remind everyone that part two of our crossover episode is under our friends podcast, which is Attention Seeking Behavior, brought to you by WIUX. Please go stream. Thank you again. Thank you. Um. Also, on the business end of things, we're really taking off, you guys, because um, my friend Melissa actually reached out to me and she was like, will you guys do a sponsored segment of this like thing she invented? So really start time you guys start sharpening your friendships with us because this is a rocket ship that's freaking taken off. Yeah, no, I don't want to pay for another drink when I see any of you hoes ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I've put in my time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're fresh off a week of spending spending quality time together. There were highs, there were lows, there were ups, there were downs. Um, there were We got bullied together. We cried yeah. together. <laughs> we got bullied by the meanest gay boys in town. <laughs> and I, you know what? If anyone knows me, they know I'm an advocate of skinny little gay boys. And these boys were meaner than alley cats. Which is Liz's new <laughs> phrase. Um, I also say, well, let's start from let's start from the low, which is the girls are fighting, and end with the high, which is obviously Philly Cheesesteak Fridays. Absolutely true. So, in a segment that we hope to never repeat, called "The Girls Are Fighting," Carmen and I got in a crazy fight. <laughs> think the worst fight of our friendship. Liz and I got in a crazy fight, and. I'll preface it by saying I don't think it was even coherent. No. <laughs> I will preface it by saying the night before we were at an all-you-can-drink deal place, and if anyone knows me, they know I'm going to get my money's worth. And so I, I the wheels were fully off the bus for me, and I will own that. Liz loves a good deal, um, and we paid like sixty-five bucks, which isn't a million dollars, but it's definitely not cheap. Um, yeah. Liz was a last minute addition. Like she didn't know if she was going to come because it was like kind of a hefty price. Um, especially for like kind of the company we had, like it just isn't Liz and I's a team um, or anywhere near it. So anyway, Liz decided to make herself at home with the margarita pitchers that were there. Um, and to put it lightly, uh, she, she made a splash. Uh, and, so, <laughs> and so that was followed by, uh, us walking to another bar called Jake's Pub. If you're a frequent listener, this was previously girl cotted. We're now fully back on the Jake's Pub wagon. Um, a good time had by all. Um, and Liz decided to try and play leapfrog on the way there. Game of one. Um, and then the wheels really did fall off the bus towards the end of the night. Um, she definitely does not remember coming home. Was escorted by... Can I just say this story, which is what I knew things had gone awry. We were walking in a bigger group of people home and there were a few people not operating at full mental capacity. So 
I was taking care of our friend Noel, who equally didn't have any brain cells. I lost sight of Liz for maybe 15 seconds, maybe, but we were rounding a corner when we did it. And she, I turn around, she's being escorted by some guy, like Liz is hugging the wall, can't walk. And the neighbor goes like, is this your friend? Like you should keep an eye on her. And I'm like, I literally turned around for 15 seconds. He's like, he's your friend, blah, blah, blah. I was nervous that this guy was trying to like do something to her. It was just very high intensity. Moral of the story is the night ended at probably six in the morning. Liz, take it away. This is a bad spot for me to take it away. Uh, <laughs> Cause <laughs> obviously I have no recollection of this part of the night um from what i know there was a lot there were a lot of heads there there were a lot of cooks in the kitchen and the night before carmen had a really rough night not because she was out of out of pocket just because there was too many people staying at an airbnb yeah no you're right you're right for me to be upset i'm like you could have stayed literally at my luscious apartment and she was like no i'm gonna stay i admit airbnb. i made a mistake but i slept face down on a kitchen floor um, with a towel as my blanket. Needless to say, I was a bit ornery. <laughs> Absolutely. So she's going on now two nights of no sleep, and there was just a lot of chaos in my apartment that I wasn't manning the, you know. She wasn't I, manning the ship, though She, I wouldn't have wanted her captaining that ship. <laughs> so we wake up. I wake up to every person in North America being mad at me. Sure. <laughs> If you have a pulse, Liz, you're mad at Liz. <laughs> I somehow upset everyone in my close circle of friends. So then we wake up. Carmen's like, I need to get out of here. And I'm like, where are we going? She goes, no, I said I. And she like goes to brunch. And I'm like, okay, I'll see you soon. I love you. She comes back. We're very pissy at each other. She's like, you know what? I need a break. I'm going to go to my sister's. Her little sister's live in Chicago. And she's like getting ready to go. And I'm like, fine. And then she's at the door. And I'm like, don't forget your bags. I dramatically packed up like my bags and went home. Um, it was super drama. It was super drama. I like then very dramatically checked into like a seedy hotel where clearly you were allowed to smoke in there like well into the 2020s. Um, and so, and so <laughs> I did by the hour, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The willows. Um, <laughs> and so, and so, yeah, I like, oh, wait, hold on. Shit, shit, shit. Wait, hold on. Yay. Okay. Done. Okay, back to the pod. Yay, I'm so excited. Yes! For our loyal listeners, we're taking a break from the girls are fighting to announce that. I just got tickets to see John Mulaney um, at City Winery in New York because he's like, I guess, post rehab doing smaller shows, but I'm very excited. Very exciting. So back to the girls are fighting. So I dramatically packed my bags Um stormed down the street into obviously my safe place, my haven, Subway, the sandwich shop. And I stormed in very upset because again, I'm sleep deprived. Liz and I have never thought before fought before. I'd eaten too many biscuits and gravy at brunch. And my stomach wasn't agreeing with me. And I dramatically said, I can't buy anything, but I need to charge my phone. And the small man working was like, all right. So I charge my <laughs> phone up, book a room with the Willows. I go recuperate. I get in my room. I'm upset. It's gross. It's hot. I take a shower. I pass out for like three hours. I wake up demoralized. I'm in a city. Do I go home? I have to be here for a week. I guess I'll go stay with my sisters. They have a small couch. What am I going to do? Then I get a little bit of a ring-a-ding-ding from good old Liz Evans. And I would like to preface this, but I knew that, you know, we had some other people staying, like my roommate's sister was here for a little bit, and um, I was hoping that maybe baby would come back, so I was planning on making a big Italian Sunday dinner. If anyone knows me, my love language is active service, I love cooking for the girlies. So we are walking out the door to go to the grocery store, and I'm with my roommate, and I was like, and you know what? I'm not going to call her. If she wants to come home, she can call me. I'm not calling her. By the time I was walking back to my house from the grocery store, I had called Carmen twice. (laughs) 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 So I was like, absolutely fold like a fucking chair. I was like, you know what's what's more important, your friendship or your pride? So then 
I call her or she calls me back and I answer and I literally just go, Hey, Hey, <laughs> and I'm sitting on the toilet in full transparency, not going to the bathroom, just like fully at a low. And we're both just like, we both admit that we're a little confused as to what the nature of this argument is. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry. And she was like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, what are we sorry for? And we're both like, we don't know. And I was like, baby, please come home. <laughs> She's like, I'm making dinner. I'm making chicken parmesan. Get your ass back home. And I'm like, okay, I'm packing my bags. <laughs> and then I came home. Liz oh. called me on my way home. It's like a seven minute walk. I'm like, what? And she's like, do you know the song, Baby, Please Don't Go? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, okay, perfect. So then I arrive at the door and she's in the exact moo she's recording in right now. I'm pretty sure singing or playing, Baby, please don't go. If, you wake if I wake up, up tomorrow, tomorrow still still be be here. I, I don't, don't know. know. You'll leave, I'm gonna find you. Okay, yeah. So, ugh. We were both still very hungover and sleep deprived. So we just spent the rest of the night looking at each other, pursing <laughs> our lips to the side. And I wish I could insert the audio of the like, Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we didn't have to talk it through because in reality we didn't actually do anything to make each other upset slash hurt each other's feelings that was more than us being drunk dummies yeah so we spent the night just like looking at each other and like oh oh hey oh, hey <laughs> and liz made a buddy. bomb af dinner um i want to take it back to the high of the trip for me which yes. was there are very few times in life where you get to see someone you care about experience something for the first time, be it Disney World, be it Niagara Falls, um, be it the birth of a first child. I'm, I'm sitting here lucky enough to say that um, I had a first row seat to the time that Elizabeth Evans tried a Philly cheesesteak for the first time. <laughs> and it was euphoric. Um, it was innocent in a way. Um, the childlike glee that was emitted, um, I won't soon forget. Which, okay, so obviously, we're skipping a little bit ahead in the procedure, but we are obviously watching Mayor of Easttown, in which Kate Winslet plays an Eastern Pennsylvanian detective. With a chip on her shoulder. Yeah. Who's dealing with her own personal demons in the midst of a murder. <laughs> in the midst of a murder um <laughs> oi what's all this then and <laughs> which is absolutely not the accents of the show <laughs> no they're always like i just went ham did you call me yeah. on the phone <laughs> and there's a philly cheesesteak from frank's yeah from kirkus i got a philly cheesesteak from kirkus and so i've never had a philly cheesesteak and i was like i don't know girlies philly cheesecake <laughs> philly cheesesteak monday noon watching Mayor of Easttown, and they both were like, I guess. And Carmen's like, I don't want a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, like, I fully didn't. Um, and so because Liz likes the finer things in life, and for a first experience, why would you go with anything but the Porsche, the Rolls Royce, a Philly cheesesteak? She obviously ordered from a restaurant that's called Philly's Best. Um, <laughs> and the way she talked about this cheesesteak I mean, it was just kind of nonstop. And so we decided, because we can't do anything that's not a complete bit, that every Friday this summer, Liz would be partaking in <laughs> Philly Fridays. Um, I'm going to take it back to another low point of my week, which was fast forward to a hungover Friday morning. I'm trying to get some work done, and Liz is on the phone with her mother, begging her mom to come over and eat a Philly cheesesteak with her. Um, <laughs> I won't say that I learned a lot or gained a lot of intellect in my time in Chicago. <laughs> okay, there's like there's layers to that. She had to come over anyways because I had left some work clothes there and she, I had my mother's Macy's credit card which she was like, give it back. Why does every white 23-year-old chick have their mom's Macy's credit card? In their okay, because Macy's has great deals. It's really great shit. deals. Yeah, and I always, like, I get sheets from there. I get all my work clothes from there. 
And she's always like, give me back my Macy's card. So she was coming to retrieve the Mossies. And I was like, she was like, do you want to get lunch? I was like, funny, you should ask. We have lunch plans. It's Philly Friday. And she was like, this is the way she goes to her mom, who she calls her mom by her full name, which is Virginia McGann. She goes, well, I've got news for you, Virginia (laughs) McGann. I recently just tried my first Philly cheesesteak. And guess what? You better believe it's Philly Friday. So you're going to come pick me up. We're going to go pick a a few Fichis, Philly cheesesteaks, bring them back, eat them with Carmen. Which is met with clearly silence on the other end of the phone by her mother. (laughs) She's like, I don't want that. And I said, that's what you think, but it's so good. And she was like, I no, I don't think that's going to be good. I mean, what quality could the meat be? That's so not the point, you bourgeoisie motherfucker. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm begging, begging my mother to accept Philly cheesesteak into her life. Oh. So good. Um, Lo and behold, we got the feces. She She loved it. Liz's mom loved it. I'll admit I loved it. And I'd also like to give a shout out to Philly's Best for phenomenal curly fries as the self-appointed biggest Arby's fan in America. Um, (laughs) And I'm shameless about that. I I don't want to hear your backlash. Um, What what is your order? A double beef or something? No, I just get a medium roast beef, curly fries, and a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Did someone say heaven? Anyway, <laughs> as a self-appointed curly fry aficionado, due to my deep love for Arby's, these held up. And I don't just say that. I don't just say that. I wouldn't. I would not just say I that. wouldn't lie to you guys. I w- I have, what incentive do I have to make that up? <laughs> what if we got sponsored by Philly's Best? Okay, if you're listening, Philly's Best, you have a lot of celebrities on the wall of your place. <laughs> there could be two more. Two more. Um, um, hello, sharks. <laughs> which brings me to another segment we were going to do, um, slash also in the realm of Chicago cuisine. This is a new segment we're calling Hello, Sharks, um, <laughs> which is where we pitch bona fide phenomenal business ideas that should be invested in. And for my segment today, I'd like to pitch Hello Sharks, Let's Franchise Diva Sushi. Liz, would you like to explain what Diva Sushi is? It would absolutely be an honor. Diva Sushi is a late night sushi and disco spot by my old crib. Did you just describe it as sushi and disco? Yeah, the back room is a disco room. You can party at Diva Sushi. Okay, well, we fumbled the bag on that. Okay, anyway. I don't think it's open during like still like partial COVID rules, but there's there's like strobe lights and disco ball back there. Well, I'll be back for the opening night of that. Thank you. So it's in Boys Town, so all the sushi has like fun names. Like there's the Mama Mia roll, and you know there's the Shaka Khan roll. But- Liz decided to go all in, um, and as a preface, Liz, our friend Evan, and I decided to get late night sushi this place is also byob again did someone say heaven um so liz (laughs) so liz is drinking a miller light evan's drinking a bud light liz decides to order something and liz was a bit in her cups um liz decided to order something called the key west roll um which was delivered to the table with an eternal flame in the middle um which was a fire that did not go out for the entirety of our meal Talk about production value. Absolutely. They didn't and they didn't they didn't slack off just because I was leaning on the it's table. It's late night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just because just you didn't remember it till I brought it up anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Phenomenal vibes, phenomenal service. And I don't think any of us got out of there for over 30 bucks. Absolutely not. And I had two rolls. And a thing of gyoza. gyoza, which you were very adamant about nobody eating, that immediately made a trade off with me for an egg roll when it got to the table. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I want there to be a diva sushi in every city. And you know what? I also think rural towns would enjoy this. It's a, it's a place to come and, and learn new ideas. It's a place to, to dance when maybe the church says you can't dance. Thank um, you. <laughs> I think this could have been a scene in Footloose. I don't know. Um, 
but diva sushi you <laughs> this the scene when kevin bacon goes to a sushi disco restaurant in boys town <laughs> have you really watched footloose or else you missed that scene um yeah I, I i would like to franchise diva sushi sharks i'm asking for five million dollars to get this idea off the ground while we're here sharks um <laughs> i have an idea for an app called how long is the line at trader joe's <laughs> And you just you type in your zip code and it shows you how long the line is at your local Trader Joe's. I will start the bidding at twenty five million dollars. <laughs> I will start the bidding at one trillion dollars. <laughs> that would be. But here's what I'm going to say to you, Liz. Think about market trends. Think about the shifting winds of bears, bulls, market. Um, it will not. <laughs> <laughs> I will act for the problem I have now and not think for the future. I think lines are pretty much going to go away. I know. But I like the idea. And I think we should market it in other countries who aren't vaccinated. <laughs> how long is the line yeah. outside my grocery store? Yeah, seriously. How long is Trader Joe's international? In my head it is, but you and I both know it's definitely not. Okay, well, it's owned by Aldi, which is international. International. Um, interesting because mm -hmm, aldi is german yeah um he's <laughs> german um so yeah that was hello sharks again we're two budding millionaires um sorry shoot for the moon reach for the stars um two budding billionaires thank um, you thank you um i was also gonna pedal back towards because i don't think we gave it the time it takes i'd like to put a liability on the mic stamp of approval on the show mayor of east town absolutely for those of you who are hiding under a rock or don't have taste um this is a seven episode series the sixth just came out on sunday so this coming sunday is the seventh the finale if you will um again kate winslet small down detective um constantly sucking on a um What's it called? Not a jewel. They're the other ones. Posh. A posh. Yeah, she's vaping the entire show. Um, it is turn after turn. It is gripping, I would say. It it really makes you feel like you're in that eastern Pennsylvania world. Also, in the first episode, they introduce no less than like 25 characters, but you don't lose any of them like you know exactly who everybody is how everybody's related it's really got a small town feel like you know everybody like Maris friends all went to high school with her and like she knows their husbands in that way and the husbands are all cousins and like it's it's a, a tangled web but if you're looking for something new that's kind of similar I think like fandom or like energy is like the undoing was of like everybody's watching it there's only a few episodes. There's no fat to the show. Highly, highly recommend. So good. So good. Uh, Liability on the microphone, stamp of approval, also heavily on the undoing. Mm. HBO is really just whipping those out of like really great small arcs released weekly. And they're just owning the market in that way. I totally agree. And I think Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon are just badasses like the half of these most of these stories that are coming out anything that nicole kidman touches or reese is based in a book written by a female typically and like again i just think there's something to be said for like no fat television like in a world where we're typically watching something on our computer and then we have our phone up looking at social media like our attention span is nothing <laughs> this idea of like i'm giving you seven episodes and every single second of every episode is key to the plot like it's just fun to watch like it's like a visual short story yes it's that's a perfect way to describe it i think it's so good there's all this show coming out on hulu that's like Nicole Kidman is in it as from the creators of The Undoing, but it doesn't look to have the same level of panache. Um, <laughs> so I will have to watch that and let you know what I think to see if it gets a stamp of approval as well. Yeah, and we just don't give stamps out. <laughs> I think the only things we have stamps on are The Undoing of Mayor of Easttown and then the phrase Canary in a Coal Mine. 
And Philly's best Philly cheesesteaks. Oh, sorry. Philly's best Philly cheesesteaks. So the list is short, you guys. Yeah, seriously. We don't just put a stamp on anything. Absolutely Um, not. We would never drown out our brand like that. We need to make a website similar to like Oprah's book club or Oprah's favorite things. (laughs) Okay. That's not a bad idea. Your sisters know how to code. I learned that about them. (laughs) Yeah. Which leads me to our next segment. Dad, stop. You're embarrassing me in front of my friends. Dude. We will never grow out of that phase. Carmen, take it away. Well, so Liz and I both actually saw our dads this past Saturday. Wait, I was speaking to my dad. Hold on. He just texted me. Want to split a turkey club sub? Sure. <laughs> More than anything. No tomato. Um, thanks, Dibby. Um, so this past Can Saturday. Can we talk about really quickly about what Carmen calls her father? I call my dad Dibby. And... It's not anything weird. It's like my family all calls each other like nicknames. Like my sisters and my dad call me Kibby, Patrick's Pibby, Grace's Gibby. Erin is an E name, so she's just kind of out. And my mom is super out on the whole thing. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Like she will not participate. But my dad, Aaron, Grace, Patrick, and I are like very in the cut with the Ibby name. So I call my dad Dibby. Whatever. And then how did the chimneys come about? It was like, so I have twin sisters who just graduated from DePaul University, Woo Go Blue Demons. Um, they, Aaron and Grace, I think it came from like, they're identical twins. So it was like twins, then twinnies, then it kind of just morphed into chimneys. But Aaron and Grace, known as a duo, um, the duo formerly known as the chimneys, is <sighs> is the vibe there but anyway liz and i both saw our dads on saturday which that's a sentence um (laughs) liz got lunch with her father and then my parents were in town for my sister's graduation in chicago so liz came and spent some time with the kerrigan crew um sans my little brother patrick but i want to double back on you and your father's lunch preceding you meeting up with me and my debbie yes so um i am on i see my dad i've like probably twice a month for lunch and we um oscillate between absolutely hole in the wall garbage cans and like a 200 hundred dollar meal <laughs> nothing in between <laughs> absolutely nothing in between so we went to this place by me called half shell which is so good and it's like a hole in the wall fish place in which we split you know the shrimp cocktail appetizer and these shrimps were the size of Buicks. They were huge. <laughs> <laughs> and then a crab cake sandwich, which was delicious, and a couple of cold ones. And then he, I introduced him to my great love, Richard's Bar, in which you can smoke inside still. And it's a relic of the old days. So we had a couple of cold ones there. And Sounds he like there were a lot of cold place. ones had. Yeah. But he is absolutely so childish about it. He'll be like, what, are we going to go to Richard's too? And be like, <laughs> He's like, come on. I was like, do you want to go? And he's like, it's kind of far away. And I'm like, do you want to go? And he's like, I mean, if you want to. And I'm like, it's okay it's to like, say you want to go. Yeah, sounds like you want to go. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, my God. And the traffic getting down there. That's why I hate driving in the city. I was like, we don't have to go. And he's like, no, we're already on the way. <laughs> <laughs> I was That's like, awesome. you don't have to complain about it. You can just be honest about liking it. It's not a big deal. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and then, yeah, Liz came and met up with my family. We were like, um, just like having a few white claws at my sister's apartment before we were all gonna like go to this bar near them on campus and um, McGee's for my Chicago hoes. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's like an underager to Paul Bar. Yeah, it it didn't really toot any of my horns. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, Liz and my parents talked about politics. She let my mom talk about her job, which was very nice. And then I didn't let her. I'm interested. No, it, it is interesting. Um, and then um, we did have a dance party. Um, Proud Mary was a notable remembrance that I had. Um, in which my mom and and Liz were doing the Tina Turner dance, and my dad was, um doing disco <laughs> fingers and he loves to go shake it mama to my mom <laughs> which she hates mom. 
<laughs> which she hates. It's so cute. Oh my god, she was dancing. He goes, shake a mama. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, Belle. <laughs> um, yeah, so we did spend time with each well, I didn't see I saw Liz's mom, I didn't see her dad this time, but we did spend time with each other's family. So it was an all-around family-friendly trip. Yes. Absolutely. To Chicago. Absolutely. We, we started off rocky with the girls are fighting gate, then ended with our families, and ended the whole trip with Diva Sushi. Absolutely. And then ended a heart note, which was Carmen not waking me up to give me a kiss goodbye. <laughs> her, she left a bunch of clothes. Okay. Liz <laughs> just pulled out a nice dress I have that I guess I love. That is insane. It doesn't look that good on me, which is upsetting. You already tried it on? <laughs> yeah, what is summer. wrong with you? <laughs> I like the skirt better. Wait, I left the skirt, dude? All right, yeah. I'm going to have to pay for shipping because I want... Why are you sniffing those? Because <laughs> they smell like you. Ew, shuck. Oh, my God. Ugh. You're ridiculous. The skirt looks better, so that's more annoying, but I will ship these to you. Let me know when you're back. I'll pay for shipping, yeah. Um, I'd like to jump down to... Well, do you want to either do... Can everyone chill on getting married or let's we'll manifest this summer? Let's we'll manifest this summer, speaking of needing your hot girl skirt. Okay, great. Um, so, Liz, do you want to introduce what manifesting? Yes. So, obviously, it's like 2021. Why would we just call it manifesting when we can call it what manifesting? Thank you. So, what are we doing? Where are we going? Um, where are we losing necessary items, phones, wallets, passports on the New York sure. subway system? Sure. Um, Liz notably cannot leave the state of illinois without losing her passport or her wallet um that's just the rule so <laughs> um i actually liz and i have been talking a lot about so my birthday is and i do not use this adjective lightly famously on july 3rd mm -hmm. i am big on my b-day it's objectively an awesome birthday because everybody's always off for a holiday and when i was younger you can take advantage of a summer pool party and ice cream cake which the party runs itself at that point um but as an adult everybody has time off work and friends who are in grad school are off for the summer so i want to do something big this year and i don't know where i want it to go but i need i need something i need something from it um i do like the idea of liz, liz and i being with a few leathery old beach fellows um who are as old as time and have been living on the sands of myrtle beach for 20 years um drinking at a beachcomber's bar but i don't know I, i'm really trying to think of like what's a what's an all out with a bang birthday um since last year kind of fell flat because of obviously covid absolutely um and i love that for perpetuity i'm like oh sorry i'm out on fourth of july plans i've got i've got a birthday to be at yeah there's a few people in my tribe who just for the rest of their lives won't be able to absolutely not when yeah. i have children i'm gonna leave them with whatever family member they need to be with because i'm sorry i gotta go yeah literally i got plans um so yeah we've been talking about that for my birthday but liz has broached for her birthday which is october that she wants to do tulum and so that will be the week before we go will be the last episode of our podcast as we will be dying or lost um, <laughs> but, but yeah. as i will be natalie Holloway'd. <laughs> what's that a very famous case of a college girl and her friends who went to Aruba and never was found. And her never mother never found. gave up the fight. Yeah. Okay. Very big ties to Maravis Town, even though not really. Okay. Don't spoil anything for Maravis Town virgins. I'm not. Okay. I'm not spoiling Maravis Town. Um, but yeah, that's like really the only big trip. Like I got, I got a few, like I got a wedding. Um, everybody relax. I'm vaccinated. Um, I got, I have a wedding. Um, where's the wedding? the south of mississippi it's like an hour and a half south of new orleans on the gulf and i'm very excited to party up with some southern folk okay that's gonna be fun those are gonna be twisted tees yeah we're gonna have a good time i'm i'm buying a very floral dress and my friend adam um who 
is actually an avid listener of this podcast, his wedding. So I'm very, very excited. And I haven't met his fiance. So I'm excited <gasps> to like see her in all her glory. Very exciting. My cousin is getting married in July and wait for it, Nashville. Oh. So that's going to be rootin' tootin'. And I Liz just, just put on an invisible cowboy hat. Yeah, I texted my mom, my sister. And I was like, what color do you guys want? And they're like, for what? And I was like, the cowboy hats. <laughs> I'm going with zebra. What do you guys want? Yeah. Oh, Virginia Byers, if you're listening, I want my cowboy hat back. That was your cowboy hat to start with? Yes. That's crazy. I know that motherfucker. Ugh. Sorry. She's a doctor. She's a hero. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, thank you, essential workers, to this day. Thank um you. But yeah, that's pretty much all I got. I'm just planning on enjoying NYC this summer um, and just things opening up. Like I, it will be nice to just go to a bar anywhere, be it Cincinnati, be it New York, be it Timbuktu, and be able to just have a good conversation with some with some people. All right, so I've got one final request of you. Okay, I want to go to Cincinnati. Oh, I want to go see a Reds game. Oh, God. <laughs> And I want it to happen before the end of the summer. Yeah, Liz and my dad, which is just a duo who should never make plans together, have decided that they're doing this all-out Cincinnati trip. It seems as though my presence is kind of optional. No, and you have to be there. <laughs> in which they're going to the Cincinnati Zoo to see this hippo named Fiona. <laughs> I'll field questions at a later date are going to a Reds game and then are enjoying some local craft brews, as my dad would say. Um, again, this plan was made with me having zero interest in it happening, but they've both asked me about it multiple times since hanging out. Come on, it'll be so fun. We'll get Bree down there. We'll get some scooters. What is it called? The Rhine District? The Rhino District? Oh, over the Rhine. OTR. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Come on. We could even bring Patrick. I don't know. I don't know why <laughs> you inviting my brother out to a bar in my hometown is a selling point for me to hang out with you and my dad, <laughs> which I'm really good on. <laughs> I think you're missing out on a huge opportunity. My dad has this crazy bit where he like, if I'm going to a girls weekend or something, he like dead ass thinks he can like pull up like i had my my birthday in bloomington which is where we went to college last year because covid and we just like wanted somewhere that's kind of central and like my dad i was getting in the car and he like walks out to the car with me and it's like what like fully <laughs> thought that he was coming along for the weekend and i'm like you can't know like no um <laughs> he loves my friends like he he loves my friends like thinks of them as his friends and it's it's beyond frustrating <laughs> well you know what he really painted a beautiful picture of a weekend in cincinnati so he should be a tour guide for the town absolutely travel cincinnati should hire him seriously he's a persuasive <laughs> man um and I would like to thank this man for currently he's going out to get a turkey club sub for he and I to split for lunch. So last oh, day at home. King. I know. King. Um, I want to bring up a segment, which is why I'm in Cincinnati, why I was kind of in Chicago in the first place. And also to speak of our own called as we go on, we remember, um, <laughs> which is it's graduation season. If you guys don't know. Um, I have three siblings. All three of my siblings are graduating. My twin sister's from college. My little brother from high school. Patrick Kerrigan has decided that his graduation dinner tonight will be hosted at Red Lobster. Um, so, <laughs> so excited Your for a Cheddar Bay thrilled. Biscuit. My mom's pissed. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. This was decided between Patrick and my dad um, with her input not being present. Um, but <laughs> I wanted to speak of the night, dare I say, morning of Liz and I's graduation, um, which took place. Um, there's a bar in Bloomington called Sports, uh, and it stays open until 6 a.m. on graduation night. So obviously Liz and I were among the cohort who shut that down. Um, but they stopped serving at three, and I'm like, joke's on you. I ordered two extra tall boys of Miller Lite, put them in the pockets of my jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Literally joke's on you. My friend Dan took my debit card and was like 
we will have 30 Red Bull vodkas. <laughs> like poor choices were made moral of the story is by the time we left sports everybody's crying everybody's a little drunk they feel you know it, it's a real feeling of completion it's daylight I pause really quick there at the moment that carmen burst into tears was when they were playing the this is indiana song i'm Come sure on. most of our listeners are familiar and the line is like if you're a uh, and if I'm, you're an alumni, put your hands, your hands up. And Corbin's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's too good. Um, I didn't know another part of that song could apply to me. But so, um, yeah, by the time we left the bar, it was fully light outside. And the only way I can describe the crew to decided it wasn't time to go home yet was Motley. Um, <laughs> a few characters from different areas of Liz and I's college lives. So there were probably 15 of us left standing out of our entire grade. If that tells you anything about Liz and I, we would be in that group of us usual suspects. <laughs> so we all decided to walk to Showalter Fountain, which is a fountain on campus. And Liz, um, in the class and grace that she is, decided to take off her shoes and mount uh, like a statue of like a, a seal, um, the animal, um, in the middle of the fountain and, and start posing for photographs. Unfortunately, as that photo shoot commenced, um, the IUPD had apparently gotten wind that there were a few of us at the fountain. So when I say the visual is again, 645 in the morning, squad cars circling a fountain asking us to get down through a loudspeaker and liz <laughs> on a metal seal in the middle of the fountain doing a photo shoot um that was real that was <laughs> get off the fountain get off the fountain are they talking to me <laughs> liz is like looking around like <laughs> who? who else is on one of these <laughs> yeah so we finally got told that we had to go home um by the time then it was probably around like 7 a.m so it was I, I mean it was objectively pretty much time to pack it up and liz then took it upon herself to ask the iu police officers soaking wet for a ride home so liz did end graduation night in the back of a squad car but on amicable terms <laughs> this was pre that not being okay i just wanted to make that known and i was like what am i going to catch my death out here and everyone <laughs> lived the other direction from me everyone else got to walk home together i had to walk alone and i was like just because it's daylight you never know what could happen on these streets so <laughs> i'm also chafing because i'm kind of yeah. wet from the fountain so yeah, i'm actually sopping wet in jeans would anyone mind just throw me in the back <laughs> <laughs> so liz did in a timeless image liz did end her night in the back of a squad car um <laughs> If you guys have funny graduation stories, please submit to us. I'd love to hear anything else crazy that goes on. Absolutely. I would also love to hit a final note of we actually have a question called in from one of our listeners. Ooh, okay. And this is a new segment called, What Do You Guys Think? <laughs> Which you can call <laughs> Name Shop to be worked. Wait, one sec. Let's see if we can call this broad. And let's see if you'll be able to hear her. I'm loving this group participation moment. I know. Okay, literally moment of truth. Indie number. 317, let me hear you scream. I'm sorry, the, I know the anticipation is literally killing everyone. Dude, my heart is beating out of my chest. Okay. Forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Three. Ah, I don't want to hear a number, but I do want this to be in the podcast. <laughs> you can't hear her, right? We can kind of hear. Hey, Libby. This is Liz and Carmen from Liability on the Microphone. We're about to read out your listener question. Thank you so much. Bye awesome right. voicemail <laughs> you have no notes yeah. um, okay so our question is what is the most fried thing that happened in religion class 
Whoa, do we have another hour? Um, Liz and I both, again, if you're not a avid listener, um, which you should be, um, Liz and I both went to like we're cradle Catholics, like went to full Catholic schooling from you know preschool on and both went to all girls Catholic schools. Cradle Catholic, yeah. Oh my god, okay, I've never heard it. (laughs) You are one. Just like we both are them. Um looking in a mirror. Yeah. I feel like, have you already told the cupcake story? I think I have told the cupcake story. Um, that's a big one. The same guy, though, like one of the three probably male teachers at my high school was in charge of the Respect Life Club. So that already too much. Yo. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> well, his name is Deacon Sislow and he made that's up a fake Deacon. name. Yeah, literally. And um, around Christmas time, there was like this song and dance thing in which obviously he played the role of Jesus and a bunch of girls in high school like <laughs> danced around him. And I was like sitting in the bleachers. I'm like, like, is anybody else seeing this shit? Like, <laughs> this also <laughs> falls under the bucket. One. Is anybody else seeing this shit right now? Yes. And he was like, as the Lord. And it was like singing about himself. And I'm like, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to red card this one. <laughs> <laughs> and my tolerance level's high. I have two bizarre instances, both regarding um how I was told about sex. Um I'd say the number one one being they had this guy named I think his name was like RJ. He was just like probably like 30 something small skinny ginger guy who was a born again virgin. Um sure. And sucks, <laughs> he taught he he talked about his journey of like reclaiming his virginity, like some some in hindsight, like really disturbing nonsense to be telling young women. Um, mm-hmm. but it later comes out that he dated our scripture teacher around the exact timeline that he's ta- <laughs> that he's talking about having sex. <gasps> So like, so you're telling me, like, so that was crazy. And then I'd also say, um, the first time we ever did, like, I think the the segment of the class was called like family life instead of like sex ed, and mm-hmm. we all had to take a piece of tape. Did you do this? We all had to take a piece of tape and go around and like put the tape on like somebody's arm in the class and be like. That stuck. The guy's like the guy's comment is like that stuck pretty hard, right? Um, like the adhesive was strong on that one, and you had to go around to ten other people and like stick a piece of tape on their arm. Um, needless to say, I got an allergic rash reaction from this. Um, but <laughs> the ending like note was like that ending note was like the first person you know y- you give that gift to, the connection's going to be strong. If you give it to anybody else. The tape just might not get a stick. rash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I'd say that was particularly bonkers as well. The one thing that I also comes to mind is that they brought this woman who was a contestant on America's Next Top Model in the early no cycles. No way. And she had she was sent home because she wouldn't do a nude photo shoot. Okay, good. Don't <laughs> be a model then. And so yeah. she was talking to us about like how important to keep your virginity is. And after she was like, all right, does anyone have any questions? I'm like, I was like, everyone put their hand up. And she goes, not about America's Next Top Model. And like slowly, like every hand. <laughs> <came> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck about you having sex in high school and then being mad about it. Like, oh, that's, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, oh, that's awesome. And then Liz and I obviously both went on Kairos, which is like um, this Catholic retreat where you're supposed to like become one with yourself and everybody's very vulnerable but um definitely some crazy shit goes down there um definitely shouldn't leave that um incredible emotional way to be dealt with by other high school students yeah like it it works that like if you've been on kairos before you get to lead one or you have to apply but like the leaders are the people handling like these young women unveiling their emotional traumas and like their relationship with god these chicks in their grade who they probably don't know that well. Yeah, and it's like, oh, this is probably a bad move. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back on it, this not a great idea. 
like nah, I just right unleashed right. my childhood trauma and the response from my leader is like essentially a version of damn yeah that's heavy <laughs> <laughs> shit that's wild yeah. <laughs> um Aww. yeah I mean Liz and I could go on for freaking 72 hours about all girls high school uh, I've actually been thinking Liz and I could maybe do like an episode where we solicit stories from our classmates and maybe do like an episode with like short stories or something don't you think that'd be cool i think that'd be very cool and i think we're gonna head to the instagram so thank you so much libby for putting what a great question thank you what a great question and if anyone else has any questions feel free to write in we will answer clearly we just like talking about ourselves so so we'd love to talk about you guys too and also i think we're gonna start to have a little bit more facebook lives because if anyone was on last instagram friday lives instagram lives facebook instagram live would lives. be crazy that would be crazy. <laughs> don't be dealing in crazy currency yeah uh, which is my favorite thing that carmen says <laughs> fully a john mulaney quote um but yeah <laughs> unlimited crazy currency yeah she was the first person who said it to me so that's how i know it so basically i came up with it um all right i think maybe that's it that's all she wrote yeah, this is a classic good old episode. Again, I'm going to encourage you guys. Um, I know you probably all checked out because um, you all listen to every single episode all the way through, of course. Um, <laughs> I know our last episode was, again, our crossover with attention-seeking behavior. I freaking love that episode. Um, and there's two episodes of it. So again, Liz and I did release a two-for-one special. So the link is in the bio of that episode. So if you want to go and grab the attention-seeking behavior link, just go to the episode above this one it's called the crossover with attention seeking behavior um yeah it's great but thank you guys so much we look forward to the next iteration and happy grad season and also welcome to summer yes absolutely have um some masa choli and some hot dogs for us at these grad parties baby thank you all right have a good one you guys bye